Hey, uh, hey, Anthony, do you like do you like my new shirt? Sure, man. It's cool. It could have been better. What was that? I said it could have been better. You want to fight about yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Let's go, chump. Ah! Hold on a second. We don't need to fight. We don't? All you need to do is go to 86.com and choose from one of their many designs. Franchises range from Skullgirls to Street Fighter and even Blaze Blue. And if you check out 86 through this Twitch channel, use 86.com slash question mark AFF equals four to let them know that Mission Star Podcast sent you. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, oh, I know what happened. I know exactly what happened. Okay. <laughs> That's right. I did an update to my computer. Good old Microsoft. Uh, huge <laughs> update and it changed a few things. All right. Uh, well, we're back. Kind of. Uh, hang on a second. That's fine. Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay, anyways. So, for those wondering what the hell's going on, I am just making some last-minute changes to make sure the, the stream is back up and line and uh, ready to go, and it is. Um, also, welcome. Uh, this is our E3 wrap-up sh- wrap show, where we talk about everything E3 in this podcast, um, and we'll be actually be gone for next week, and maybe the following week. That's kind of up in the air. Um, but we'll be doing this for about five days straight, and we need a break. But before we do, with me as always is two people, one of which is Greg Dietz. Hey folks, I, uh, I'm very excited about my Why You're Wrong segment tonight. Mm-hmm. Very excited. And our other person, which I will do mainly here, is uh, Robin. Hey, how's it going everybody? I'm actually on camera this time. What's up? E3, rock on. Let's do this. Yep, and that's probably the only time you'll see him. Maybe after the show, because I, I had <laughs> no, to. I had to I'll, fi- be, I'll be. I'll be on camera. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in terms of like putting him his face on the main oh, screen, yeah, figuring it out. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's um, that is him. That's what he looks like. He's not. He's not just a logo. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm just as ugly as you guys imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I think. After we said our, our dues and said our things, I think it's finally time to kind of cement our final thoughts on this year's E3 2019. Um, so, let's start things off. Um, I will say this, like, E3 for me this year has been a very interesting one. Um, because there are definitely games that, and moments that I was excited for, that I'm hyped for. Overall, as a show, it it didn't nearly as got me excited in previous years. Um, it's kind of like it's it's an E3, like it's it's kind of there to be there feeling for me. Um, but I'm kind of curious about you guys' thoughts on this year's E3. Uh, I I it's it's funny because I feel like personally Nintendo and Microsoft brought their A games big time, um, yeah. and every other like conference was kind of like. It had its lows and it had its highs, so it evened itself out. Um, I mean, you think of Square Enix, Bethesda, and uh, what was the other one that we watched? Uh, the big one, Ubisoft. Ubisoft, thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You, you you think about what they did during their conference, and you're just kind of like, okay, you hit a lot of the marks that we expected you to do. You announced a couple really cool things, um, but overall, like. Everybody's convention was average, other than Microsoft and, and Nintendo. And in, in in a weird turn of events, you know, no one's making fun of the Xbox conference. Well, no one, no one yeah. in terms of like it's not a big meme. Like the biggest meme is the Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. thing. You know? Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that's like a positive thing. Like it's like now Keanu Reeves is like the god of the internet. Well, it's, and that's <laughs> my point. That's exactly my point. It's a positive. It's a positive meme. It's not like someone came on stage and yelled because they announced Peggle to Peggle Two. Um, <laughs> so that's fascinating to me that the stuff that became memes 
weren't like fuck ups. Yeah, it wasn't like negative cringe shit that we've seen like in years uh, previous. That is Correct. a good point. Not thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, okay, like Microsoft brought it, but mm-hmm. I, I still just kind of feel like it was a lot of. Like, here's the game, the title screen, a cinematic trailer. We didn't get much in the way of actual gameplay for some of the, the hype moments that, that they had, which was like Halo, Elden Ring, uh, Gears 5. Even though they, they showed it like last year, it's like, okay, well, can you get like a little bit more gameplay? The the, the problem, the problem. Like, I mean, even, even, even gameplay of that, that new game type. You have to understand the reason that we didn't see a lot of gameplay of those at things like Elden Ring, like you said, is because the way that the news circuit works nowadays, it's really hard to keep something under wraps. Really, really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. Unless nobody's talking about it. So if it's a high profile thing, like let's say George R. R. Martin and Miyazaki's working with fucking from software on a game, people expect to hear from it. People expect to hear about it. Yeah. Um, though you know, if you talk about the Nintendo conference, what, what I find extremely fascinating is that they were announced. They were going to. They were like Nintendo doesn't do directs unless the games that they talk about or announce are coming out within six months. Period. Yeah. They, that's <clears> just yeah. how they work. That's how they function. It's just what it is. So every game they talked about was is coming out within the next six months, except Animal Crossing. Except for Animal Crossing, but like that was they, that that's more of a moment of like, hey guys, like it's not ready, but you know, like. We're sorry, but we we want to make it the best game we possibly can, which is the right way to go about it. Well, you, and it wasn't just it wasn't just make it the best get best game it can. It was because it's not ready to be shipped, and they they delayed it so that way there's no crunch, which is fucking highly commendable. Yeah, and companies that yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. But again, the only reason they mentioned it, even though it goes against what they normally do, is because it was slated to come out this year. People yeah. were kind of expecting to hear about it. Um, but the other reason that you saw a lot of gameplay throughout the whole thing, and and it was just mostly announcements with like cinematic trailers, is because most of the games that they showed in that fashion turned out to be like on the Twitch thing or on Game Slice or on you know like Treehouse, and that you see the gameplay there. Like yeah. there's actual there's actual gameplay to be played. Oh, pardon me for a lot of these games. No, people mm-hmm. argue, oh, well, it's just it's just average people watching this. They're not going to go and spend all that time. Okay, that doesn't matter. The point of the, the, the cinematic trailers is to give an idea of what they want the game to be. Yeah. Um, so you can't, in my mind, you can't really get upset with these developers wanting to just show a trailer or show gameplay footage that's been scripted Instead of having some some guy come out on stage and try to play the game and maybe fuck up, yeah, or you may yeah. Be well, I mean, see, I mean, like, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't even like want that. Uh, just, just show me what it's gonna look like in game. Show me like the 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 fucking HUD or something like that, or like I don't know. I just, I'm okay. Like, like, <sighs> I think to your point, Ramen. I think yeah, having I mean, a game. I don't know. I just, 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 just. I mean, I, I, I pretty much get it, but the thing is that overall, I would have just like to see. Yeah, I'm not taking away your, your want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not yeah. taking away your want to see it. I'm just giving you a reason for why it exists, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people don't know the reason why. They just go, "Well, I, I need to see it. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to see it. I deserve to see it." And I'm just like, "No, you don't." <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, like, the the devs can do whatever yeah. they want. I, and to your point, ramen, like. I get what you're coming from because this is the issue for me for Avengers, where mm. the trailer looks cool. I have an idea yeah. of what, what, what it is. At the same time, I still don't know how the game works or just from hearing people talk about it. Like I, I would like to see a gameplay trailer of like a HUD and people use or playing the game physically and just seeing the characters in action to have a better yeah. understanding of what the game is about. Because yeah, it was it was really weird when it was like. Here's the uh, the uh, game, and you guys can play it on the show floor. And like, okay, like that's cool, but like, what about us? Like, I want to 
I want to see it, you know. They, or they, or if, if 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 they if they did show it um, later on on like because like Twitch has been showing uh, different like like games on their their uh, stream. Mm-hmm. It's like at least give us like a time and and a, a day to where it's scheduled to where we get a a actual like walkthrough and a look at the actual game and like its first level or the levels that they're showing up over there on the actual show floor. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a two things like it's to Greg's point like if you want to see gameplay footage of the games like absolutely just watch GameSpot watch GameSlice watch all yeah. these other streams that are going to be showcasing it sure at the okay, same but, at the same time yeah. I was going to say at, at the same time um, there are certain games like Avengers where the only way to really you know see or how or play uh, how it plays like is to be there at the show. So it's only benefiting for those in, in the media and whoever else got a ticket to get in. So- what's what's crazy is that there is actual gameplay footage with a, with a HUD and everything at E3 behind closed doors. Yes. Um, there was a, a thing I was watching. I think it was through IGN. It might have been somebody else. But mm-hmm. uh, basically they were talking about what they saw. And they were saying that um, Hulk plays very similarly to how you see him in the game Ultimate Destruction. Iron oh, Man plays wow. like a javelin. Uh, yeah, Iron Man plays like a javelin from um, Anthem. Anthem. Uh, Captain right. America plays like a brawler where you can huck the shield, and no matter where you huck it, like they they've designed it in a way that it curves and stuff. And if you uh, try to throw it at an enemy, it'll usually bounce off the enemy and a wall back to Captain America. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and um, and then like uh, Black Widow is very like shooter, and then if you get close, she does a bunch of martial arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, uh, Thor, he can, he basically uses his hammer and they said that playing Thor or the, the, the style in which he plays reminded them very much of God of War. Yeah. God. Okay. Um, so there is gameplay. The reason they didn't show it during the conference, from what I understand is because that is such a, such a big test level, such a big test thing. Yeah, they knew fans were going to get very upset about how everything looked, even though the game is a fucking year out. Mm-hmm. It's still being developed. It's still being made. And that, that final shot is not a final shot. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's so many games take two years to development and uh, to develop. And this is, you know, in year like 1.5. Mm-hmm. So it's got another year of development before it's even out. And, and I think people are just kind of jumping the gun on that one. But it's not just that game. It's absolutely not just that game. Mm-hmm. Um, not too long ago, uh, CD Projekt Red came out with like a like a small little conference thing where they showed gameplay of uh, of um, uh, oh my god, Cyberpunk. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was like what twenty minutes of gameplay. Mm-hmm. It was something like that, and it was insane. And everyone was just like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" I can't fucking tell you how many people bitched that there was no gameplay during the xbox conference and my entire mm-hmm. thought process is like because we've seen it yeah they mm-hmm. didn't have to talk about cyberpunk at all the only reason they did was to announce counter reasons in the game mm-hmm. yeah um oh we didn't see any gameplay of, of gears of war 5 i was like because we have already <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like it's nuts to me how many times people complained about not seeing gameplay of games we've already seen the gameplay of, or that the gameplay is at E3 and you'll see it some other time. Um, don't get me wrong; I understand there are some games I absolutely would have loved to see gameplay of at the time, at the moment, but it's not impossible to see it. I would love to see the gameplay footage of Avengers, like trust me. But they're doing that for their own assets, like. It is so difficult nowadays. Yeah. This is turning into a little bit of a why you're wrong. It's so <laughs> difficult nowadays for a developer to yeah. spend all this time and energy and effort developing a game, making something that they're really proud of, only to hear the internet fucking take a giant shit on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To curb that, to absolutely curb that, you just give them a taste. You give them a little bit. Yeah. And that stuff that they bitch about is easily rolled off the like like water off a duck's back because it's not as important. Mm-hmm. So I do understand that complaint. I do not agree that is a problem. 
I think like I think I think both uh, press conferences were 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 awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I, I think all of them were were pretty good, pretty decent in their own right. Uh, but what do you guys think about like the uh, the like non like major ones that we uh, had covered? Uh, kind of funny and um, limited runs and limited uh, run. Yeah. yeah Kind of like, funny and limited run were very, very similar in my mind, mm-hmm. where uh, there were small, tiny vignettes between showcasing games. I would say that kind of funny did it a little bit better in the idea that they were real fucking quick. Yeah. yeah. Real quick. Yeah, that's true. Whereas limited run took their time to tell the joke, and I was like, all right. Maybe that's a Southern I, versus Californian thing. I just, I just, I just didn't think it was funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, fine. I mean, yeah. it's it, comedy subjective, but yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I think that Limited Run killed it with their announcements. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I was like, "What the hell am I watching?" And then it just turned into like, "Oh well, fuck, <laughs> to rock." Yeah, like oh, Limited Run. Oh yes, yeah, it's do- true. That's true, Valer. Um, for those for those listening to the podcast, whether Sanchez, kind of finance also has been in the industry way longer and way deeper, so they have they have a good knowledge of like how a press conference should be or how or in their minds how it should be, and mm-hmm. ran it in their own way. Um, so they have more they have more knowledge uh, in how to conduct one. Um, yeah, to me like the middle runs and kind of funny were were just fine. I think that I agree with you, Greg. Like, find kind of funny was better because it was game after game after game, like rather quickly. Um, limited, yeah. limited runs I, was just a little more slow, slower. Anthony, how many times have you and I said that E three gaming consoles are about the games, mm-hmm. and it seems that everyone's taking that trend? Like, just yeah. show us the games we want to play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Unless, um, unless there's a console coming out, then, you know, hey, talk about the console. Fucking, well, even yeah. Mike, like, like uh, it was funny, uh, Kadikaris, who does who is a whole YouTube thing, he tweeted out something that I thought I totally agree with. It's fucking buck wild crazy that the audience cheered when, when uh, I don't remember who was on stage at the time, was talking about how the next Xbox will be about video games because that's what gaming, that's what console gaming is about, is playing games. And the audience cheered. And he was like, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> Somebody was like, well, I think that's because of the past. And I was like, he's like, no, I get it. The fact that we got to a point where gaming was less about gaming than it is now, and they have to say that, that's the crazy part. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, you know, mm-hmm. we're definitely getting to that era where there are arguably almost too many games coming out at any given time that... If you aren't playing, like if you aren't giving up a part of your life to play games, <laughs> it's it's a tough man. I I kind of there definitely parts of the time where I'm like thinking like man, it'd be awesome if I work at a gaming news outlet. At the same time, like fuck, <laughs> it's exhausting, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fucking exhausting. Like it, man, I just. I, the thing I think about the most, the thing that I feel like comes to my mind the most about E3 as a whole is is I go to the past. Because I've been watching E3. Guys, I was watching E3 when all I could get was a fucking, um, was a... Uh, Nintendo Power Magazine? Because I remember no, that. No, well, yes. <laughs> that's, that, that's when I would follow E3. I would, would go to Funko Land. I would yeah. go to Funko Land. Oh, shit. That's how long ago I'm talking about. Way back in the day. And I would buy a DVD set of like four or five DVDs that had the different showcases from the different companies. Oh, wow. shit. Wow. That's how I had have those? Do you still have those? I don't know. If I do, then I'll Oh, would that be so fucking sick? Oh, I wish I did. I wish. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Damn. But yeah, like I've been, I've been trying to keep up and watch E3 back then. Like I remember when when G four was the only company showing the mm-hmm. fucking broadcasts of these conferences. Yep. Yeah. Uh, before they before the internet was a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. I remember I I faked sick for two days in a row to watch <laughs> uh, uh, E three coverage on G four when I was in like middle school. I I applaud that. I, I really do. <laughs> uh, I, arguably, I want to say that I basically told my parents like I'm just not going to school. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I'll throw this question out to you guys since we're getting down to three minutes here. After seeing this year's E3 and kind of go, kind of have an idea of what E3 is going as a convention in the direction that they're headed towards. What do you expect E3 to be in the future? Mm. Games. I, I really believe in my heart of hearts that it is it is fucking evidently clear that most of the gaming news you want to release to the world comes out of E3. Yeah. If you want people to talk about your game for the next year, show it at E3. Yeah. You can go to Gamescom. You can go to PAX, Prime, East, South, whatever. You can you can go to uh, you know TGS. It doesn't matter. Those do not get as much eyeballs as E3. Mm-hmm. It's like saying, oh well, Sacramento Comic Con showed off the new trailer for the next line of Marvel movies, but you know where that's going to get bigger coverage and bigger news? Regular fucking San Diego Comic Con. Mm. It's it's. It's that point that I'm talking about. If it's not at E3, people don't tend to talk about it, or at least the mass majority. Mm-hmm. So, and because of that, I think that shareholders, I think that people that run these companies see the same thing. What about you, Raman? Uh, for me, I think like going forward, um, I, I can see it either going uh, two different ways. One, we're going to see a lot more companies taking the... Um, Sony and um, Nintendo route of just just putting out info throughout the actual like year. Um, eventually, either that or since uh, Scarlet is going to be coming out next year, right? So we know yeah, twenty twenty, yes, yeah. So we know Scarlet's going to be coming out, so they're going to have like a big old thing about that. And do you think like maybe Sony's going to come back and show off their stuff? Because like right now yeah. it's looking like we're 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 on this whole whole line of here is the next generation of consoles coming out for Sony, Microsoft. Uh, maybe the uh, Switch will get this rumored Pro version. Or a like uh, like a 2DS type of version is like what was also like rumored. Like maybe we're gonna see that. I think maybe we're gonna see all of the big hitters come back, and then we have Stadia in there too. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I I I think next year is gonna be super duper interesting, or it's gonna be we're gonna see a lot more people pulling out. Yeah, 2020 is going to be a big year for gaming, especially with all the announcements that a lot of these companies made for a lot of these games for next year. Um, mm-hmm. Just to top it off for me, for the segment, um, as far as E3 goes in the future, I can see it go both ways. It's kind of going in the direction of PAX. Like it's kind of stepping halfway into, hey, we're going to allow uh, public attendees buy a badge and, and uh, have them come in here. Um, and there's still kind of half of like, hey, this is also still a media industry event. Um, I could see that E3 might be going toward that direction. Does the industry still need E3? E3 is still a big name and it's still uh, a, a widely known name, not only in, in our sphere, but within the mainstream. So it has, still has a pretty big relevance, as Greg said. At the same time, these companies, these big companies, we've seen Sony pulling out this year, Activision pulling out, among others, uh, it's basically saying they don't need E3. They have... The, they have their own way of doing their uh, own press conferences or announcements or news. If they yeah. do it on another day that's not E3, uh, in any other day, the news will come to them and they'll get all the coverage that they ever wanted at E3 uh, and not be overshadowed by anybody else. So yeah. it, it can go either way. I It's going to be interesting to see. I think 2020, I think, will be a very, very interesting year and to see where everything is at. So Yeah. I think, I think you're on the right path with that, Anthony, that it's definitely going to go in, into the territory of uh, become more public than shareholder, uh, simply because, again, like I said, the popularity amongst gamers with E3 is pretty fucking high. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, like, it's like Comic-Con. Yep. Comic-Con is less about comics than it's ever fucking been. Uh, people love video games. They're going to find a way to go to E3. So even if even if these big companies start pulling their press conferences and they don't do them anymore, E3 will still be around. 
it'll, it'll still be a thing for years to come. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our next topic at hand. Uh, so this is the part of the segment where we get to discuss our top three um, for uh, each segment you see up the top. So to start things off, Ramen, what is your top three for this year's E3? Okay, so I'm going to go with uh, my first one here. Uh, Watch Dogs. The new Watch Dogs looks so amazing. Like, so I've, I haven't played one or two. Uh, well, I haven't played all the way through one. I played like half of one. And then two, I didn't really like like bother playing. Uh, the first one kind of left a uh, sour taste. But uh, this new one, just seeing this whole concept of being able to like jump from um, character to character, and it looks like the characters you can level up uh, separately, and they have their own classes. Like hacker, we saw, and like we saw like um, another potential class in it. Like that just makes it so just crazy to me. And it looks like you can do like a lot of different things and I'm super open to like what kind of fun that you can have uh, within that that space with that concept and how far they're actually going to uh, push it with this like futuristic London setting. Um, the second game that has me very, very hype is uh, Elden Ring. Uh, the George R. R. Martin and Miyazaki uh collab i think like i i would have liked to have seen a little bit more but that's kind of like the way these these, these games usually work like a lot of the, the the soul series is like okay here's a trailer with some like very pretty like artwork and character models and stuff like that but you're not going to see like what the game is for like a few months down down the road it was the same thing for uh the latest game sekiro I think they showed it at E3 and you only saw like the fucking fucking bone thing and it would just said shadows die twice. And then we didn't see anything of that game for like what like three months or so? Yeah. Not for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just wanna see more of that and I'm I I really wanna see of uh like how they're going to um how they're going to make this different. From anything else that we've had from Souls or Bloodborne, um, with Sekiro, they they kind of went into a way of making the 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 story more clear and more laid out. Um, so I'm curious to see because we have this like esteemed book writer, if if they're going to go for a more structured, laid out story. And like how they're, they they were apparently saying that this this world for uh, Elden Ring is going to be a open world. Oh, huh. Okay. Which is which is which is kind of of of, of different from all the Souls games, because Souls games they almost kind of have um, like a Metroidvania type of style. Like you can go to certain areas, but you cannot. You can't go forward unless you go back and you do something or you get a certain item and like whatnot. So for this to be completely open world with the same developers as Dark Souls, it's like what is that? What is that going to to bring to the like table? Are you gonna go to if if you walk somewhere differently, you're just gonna just fucking die and have no chance of going forward? Which sounds very souls like. And then it's like, well, how are you gonna figure out where to go? So, I don't know, that's, that's, uh, I am just like so ready to see more from um, Elden Ring. Uh, and then last on my list, for those of you guys who have known me, you guys know I'm a Halo guy. And I, <laughs> I, I just, just had so many feels seeing the Master Chief again and just hearing that familiar Halo tone and that the sound of the the shield charging, it it just got me. But then again, I wanted to see what this game is going to play like. Because when it comes to a Halo, like yeah, the the story is is 
important to me for somebody who's followed the the series and followed the uh, the the books and the side stuff. It's important, but to most to I, I would say you know, like seventy five percent of other Halo fans that 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 I know of, it's all about the uh, the the gameplay. You know. Um, and then even 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 then for the uh, the the story, Halo Five story led us at like it's it, it's left us at this like weird point, and you just don't know like where it's going to like actually like go, and it has me excited, but then also kind of worried, just given with with where we were left at from Halo Five. Um, so I don't know if I told you this, Roman. Uh, when I was doing coverage of the um, of all the stuff. Right after they showed this, I had to look up on Halo Waypoint. I told you yeah. this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, we talked about this, yeah. They're like, it takes place after five, but it's a spiritual successor. Where I'm like, the fuck does that mean? Yeah, no, exactly. It's it's like, <clears throat> it's like, wait, what? Um, but I mean, like, like there's there's so many things like in that that actual trailer. So it's like, okay, well, so it's after the events of Halo Five, and so Cortana's still the bad guy. And what Halo was that that we saw in the trailer? Is that Alpha Halo? Is that Halo One Halo? Because I like it's it, it's been so long to where I I don't remember what Halo broke. I think that was one. Yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. it looks like one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah so, so so I was so I'm I'm assuming we're going back to Alpha Halo. And like that's cool. So it's like, what is? Are we just going to be led on like, oh yeah, like remember like, like the first time you land on the Halo, like this is that area, and like this is the area like after the the flood, or like what if the flood are still on Alpha Halo? Possibly. That might be cool. That'd be cool. Right? Like like that. That'd be cool. We can see the uh, the 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 flood for the first time since since three. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's just there's there, there's so there's so much there's so many questions, but every single question makes me want to play it and see it and get back into Halo again. Oh, you know, it's it's it, 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 it's kind of like seeing a old friend who moved away for a little bit, and he's like, "Hey, man, like, what's up? How's it going? Want to go for a beer?" I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go for a beer and catch up. <laughs> I'm just I'm just hoping that he's not a drunken, stumbling mess who forgot everything that he was about. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, when you're talking about watchdogs, um my first question, because like the whole emphasis of them saying that you could be anyone, like at any time. And like mm-hmm. the, and that was fun. I was watching the GameSpot um on stage interview and demo uh, that we're talking to them. One of the first questions that they, uh, that GameSpot asked asked the dev is like, "Can you beat the Queen of England?" And they told me they huh. they told them like uh, they told uh, them no, you can't. But she is part of a mission. It's like oh shit. Awesome. That's that's right. Yeah. Right. So um, I think yeah. what Watchdog is doing is very ambitious. I'm very curious to see how that plays out when that game comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, 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 that's 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 the first Watch Dogs game where I'm like, okay, like I'm super hyped for it. I'm gonna pick it up for sure and play through it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that that's pretty much all I have. All right. Moving on to our next man of the hour. Um, top three for Greg Dietz. Uh, so my, my top three is going to be interesting. I'm going to totally turn down the audio on my phone in case I accidentally hit something again. Like I'm like an idiot. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, just go with the first one. I Avengers. Uh, I, 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 I've been kind of excited for this game for a long time. I know that a lot of people are like, oh, they didn't show any actual gameplay. Well, they kind of did. They definitely kind of did because everyone that got to see the gameplay behind closed doors says that you saw snippets of it during the trailer which tells me exactly that's how it's going to play. And I'm unbelievably excited for that. The idea of basically a looter shooter concept, but with superheroes is extremely exciting to me. 
Um, the idea that basically like, hey, did you like City of Heroes? But you wanted to play as heroes that you knew or recognized? Well, this is it. That is hype as hell for me. So I'm, I'm very, very, very much looking forward to Avengers. I want everyone to understand one, one crystal clear thing. This game is not done, so stop acting like it's this is the final thing. Secondly, this is a completely different universe. They're not going to look like the fucking MCU characters. Thirdly, if you only know the fucking MCU characters, maybe read a goddamn comic once or twice. Because every goddamn comic fan out there was not thrown for a second by how the design of how they looked because they have a very similar style as to every other fucking version of them. Fucking Christ. Okay. Now that I got that fucking out of the way, <laughs> I'm excited for it. They announced that Taskmaster is the main baddie, I guess, in the in the first year of the game. Every piece of DLC, including characters and story stuff, is all going to be free, which does tell me that it's probably going to have some kind of microtransaction in terms of skins. Or like, hey, here's this, you know, do you want to look like Captain America from the 1960s TV show? Here you go. Um, which I'm okay with. I'm totally fine with. Uh... Like, if I have to pay for those, so what? Um, as long as, like, everything else... That kind of microtransaction situation, I love. Like, you're giving me free content while, you know, having uh, borderline un completely unnecessary fucking... Uh... <laughs> yeah, there you, there you go. I want, bowl, I want a bowler on Captain America's head. Um, <laughs> uh... Sorry, for everyone listening, what, what Valer said was, give us Avengers skins, not Marvel's Avengers, but the British TV show, The Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I'm excited. Like, I love, one of my favorite things being a superhero fan for so long is that you can change these character stories and do different things with them because they're so fictional, but they have such wide range of possibilities. And the, and the clips of stuff that you see within it, like Iron Man and some fucking, like, Future Foundation white suit in space? What the fuck was that? <laughs> I want more of that. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm very excited about it. It looks fucking rad. And uh, yeah, so that's that. The second thing I want to talk about is that the, the uh, EA Play thing, they actually showed gameplay for um, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been hyped for this game for a hot minute. And I'm so fucking happy that they... Um, showed like 15 minutes of gameplay. Uh, it, it is... It reminded me... The way that it felt, or the way that it looked, very much reminded me of... I guess the parkour that you would experience from a Tomb Raider game, the new Tomb Raider games. Um, and the... Uh, the combat was very... People kept saying it was very Dark Souls-y. But it didn't seem Dark Soulsy to me, mm -hmm. because you can kind of go into combat how you choose to. You want to play more defensively and just um, kind of block all the shots and have them, you know, flick back at the stormtroopers. Do you want to go in, you know? Uh, I almost said guns are blazing, but he doesn't have a gun in his lightsaber. <laughs> are you a super force wielder? Like everything is player input. So how you decide to play the game is going to depend on your play style. Um, they even said, like, you can go back and play it multiple times and, and kind of do battles differently. And I'm, I'm very excited about it. I love... I'm a big fan of Star Wars, big fan of what, I guess, Disney's continuity is doing. I, I love it. So I'm, I'm very, very happy and excited to see where the story goes. Um, and my last favorite thing of E3, the thing that I think was one of the bigger holy shit moments was... Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Now you might be saying to yourself, oh, it's a service. And the service games, like that service industry, kind of hurts developers a little bit. And I get, I get why you would say that. I get where that comes from. Because it's kind of hard to see where productivity is going to come from when everything is in a service. But this is where Microsoft steps in and says that they're going to be giving the studios the money to pay everybody. They're going to be giving the studios the money to keep the lights on and all that shit. So that's where that part comes in. Um, the other the other aspect that I find fucking awesome about it is that all 
first-party Xbox titles are going to be on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass Ultimate or just Game Pass in general, you'll get to play these games day one um, without having to essentially buy them outright because you already have the service. That is very exciting to me. Uh, one of the things that I also thought was really fucking cool was that if you have... You, you Likely everybody who has an Xbox has Xbox Live Gold so they can play online. But if you also have Game Pass, however much time you had left in, in Xbox Live and however much time you had left in Game Pass is combined into one thing. Um, so basically I had... I had live until November, and I had Game Pass until the end of July, and now I have Game Pass Ultimate until the end of January. That that was very cool. I was like, that's awesome. They're not basically they're not like they're giving you all the months that you've paid for regardless. Um, there's just so much good about it that I I, I was. They added like 15 fucking games on there too, like that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, a ton more to come. I'm just, it's 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 very fucking pro consumer, very pro consumer. It's uh, you can also go to the Xbox.com and buy like a full year versus just buying, you know, doing the fifteen dollars a month, or you can do fifty dollars a month and and not worry about it too much. But yeah, I don't know. I I was very. Very excited about that. I thought that was easily one of the coolest things that I got to experience. So I'm, I'm, uh, not much more to say about that. Not much more to say about that. I'm just happy that that's a thing that they're doing. It's arguably $15 a month is significantly cheaper than 60 bucks a month for one game. Agreed. Agreed. I like to hop on that. And actually, um, I actually bought the PC. Game Pass with uh, they announced uh, not too long ago in the, in the past couple of days, and I uh, installed it last night. Checked out what they had in the library, and they had a, a pretty good amount of game just out the bat. Like I was playing um, Slate Aspire literally this morning, uh, just to, to see how it works, and it works perfectly. Um, and they're planning to add more games to the service, and I'm I'm really excited. Like I cannot wait to see what other games are going to bring in. Uh, there's already a ton of games on the on the Game Pass. I'm really excited to play at some point. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a great service. <laughs> I can't argue with any mm-hmm. with anybody about it. It's a really good fucking ser- uh, service. <laughs> I mean, it, it's really funny because Ubisoft was like, we have our service, and Google Stadia is like, we do too. But the only one that I thought was worth my time was it was Game Pass. Like, Studio yeah. Stadia, Stadia doesn't give me anything in terms of uh like stadia is something for someone like me i'll say that outright i Mm. don't play a lot like i don't i don't i don't want to buy games i just want to play games that's really fucking bad for somebody who's pro fucking developer but um uh the the problem is is that i i understand how this market works and when I look at Stadia, I go, that's something I could, I could use. If I had a Google, um, uh, Google Cast on my TV downstairs and I had Stadia, yeah. that, I, that would work for me. Um, however, I have an Xbox, and that was why I was excited about that. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's just a lot. There's a lot to it that I really enjoyed, and I'm, I'm excited for... I'm excited for the fact that, like, everybody I know it has Game Pass now. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, Gears 5 comes out, nobody can say they can't play it. Mm. Um, at least nobody I know with an Xbox can say they can't play it. And if you have a PC, you'll get to play it, too. Yep. Coming to a um, stream near you guys, Anthony and Greg try to play that fucking escape game type oh yeah i forgot yeah <laughs> actually actually watched uh the dev talk about it um yeah it's a it's an interesting mode i'm i'm willing to try it out so uh, yeah so that's it so yeah avengers gameplay of jedi fallen order and game pass all right 
Now, we move on to my top three of this year's E3 2019. I'm going to start off with my number three was Keanu Reeves in uh, Cyberpunk. Um, I Nobody knew this was coming. There was no leaks. There was no information about You're it. You're breathtaking. <laughs> You're breathtaking. Um, <laughs> um, it was a complete surprise. And... Uh, it was really cool. Cyberpunk is a really awesome game. Like it's a very ambitious game from CD Projekt Red. Um, they the Witcher the Witcher series was huge and very very expansive, um, and them taking a more sci-fi approach. And as somebody who's more into sci-fi than fantasy, um, this is looks really good. And I'm really into the setting. I'm really into how the game looks, and the fact that they added Keanu Reeves. The I feel like Keanu Reeves is the man of 2019. Um, with with the recent success that he's been having, um, just makes the game all a lot better. I found out recently that he's going to be your sidekick throughout the entire game. So, well, well, not necessarily. He can be if you choose to, and that will make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I must have John Wick on my side. Um, yeah, a good good. Uh, thanks for the clarification. Um. Yeah, I'm super excited for the game. I'm super excited for Counter Reeves. Like it's this game is shaping to be. It almost reminds me of Deus Ex in in, in many ways. Um, it's interesting seeing how this game is developing. Uh, I cannot wait to see this release next year. Um, so I'm totally in with this. My next my next big thing out of E3. Um, another another surprise to me. I I had my theories and I've heard of these rumors, but. Um, I, I didn't think it was going to be a real thing, um, but I, I shouldn't be that surprised because of Microsoft and Nintendo being uh, very friendly to one another and helping each other out as of late. Banjo-Kazooie in Smash. Um, total surprise. Did not expect that coming. I know there are rumors about it. There's a, there a list. There's a leak of like supposed characters getting into the game. Um, that was awesome. Like, like they Banjo-Kazooie looked awesome in like... Newly 3D modeled. Um, they got some of his move sets from the Banjo game. I, I think I saw a video on Twitter where they were comparing the move sets of what he did in the N64 versus the move sets in Smash. And it's really cool. It's, mm-hmm. it's really awesome. They definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I love about Smash and with their characters and Nintendo is that they have they take the time and effort to learn everything about the character and the move sets for every move that that character does. Uh, to be a reference of something, they did it with Mega. Yeah. They, they did Mega Man. They did it with Shifu, uh, with Ryu, with Ken, Cloud, Cloud, um, and then Banjo. Even, even the new the the hero, the Dragon Quest. Yes, hero. absolutely. And well, that's- you know what's funny. You know what's funny about that, Anthony, is that I don't play the Dragon Quest games, and I don't really like the Banjo Kazooie games. So that fucking nostalgia, like punch in the gut, never hit me. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy that everyone's happy those characters in. I know that people wanted wanted Banjo Kazooie in there forever, and it makes perfect sense to put fucking Dragon Quest in there because Dragon Quest is such a fucking long running franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't have a connection to either game, so I was like, like both both things to me were just like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, and it, we've discussed this prior in the podcast. It's like. This opens up the door to a lot of other things between Microsoft and Nintendo. Um, could this lead into a new Rare game? Could this lead into possibly the Rare collection coming to the Switch? Um, yeah. Lots of possibilities, and I think that that open relationship between Nintendo and Microsoft is, is you've seen the, the, benefit, the fruits of the labor, yeah. um, mm-hmm. especially with Banjo coming to Smash. Um, and, you know, that, it, it kind of leads me to also wonder that the the post the supposed to leak that this uh, character was on um also included Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden and uh Doom Guy and if that's real holy shit I'm gonna lose my shit when Doom Guy comes um but we'll, we'll see we'll see how that goes <laughs> I do I, mean, I do feel like I do feel like that that Master Chief is more of a likability now than anything else that's true it's very true I would I would say like Master Chief as a assist trophy to go along with Banjo. Uh, I, oh, I doubt that. I, I, I think, seriously doubt that, but I think all the assist trophies for Banjo Kazooie are going to be based on the Banjo Kazooie games. 
Yeah. And uh, there's like like what like the only other character you can put that's like that's like really famous from Banjo Kazooie series is Gruntilda, and like that's it. Well, she's already in the game. <laughs> she's a she's in that stage. Yeah, she she's she's in the stage, but doesn't mean that she can't be a a assist trophy. Oh I yeah. Like. I mean, they they could. Well, even then though, even then though, like if she's around the stage, then Master Chief assist trophy. Uh, I. I was hiding great on thinking I that's hope. possible. I hope. Long it's shot. The reason shot. it's a fucking super long shot because it's not common for Nintendo to add a character and then put in the assist trophies from games that have nothing to do with that. Yeah. Now, what I will say that's a light that's likely is that at some point they might add in new um, and it might come with the fucking Banjo Kazooie pack. I don't know because when uh, when uh, Joker was released. That whole that whole thing they added in like costumes for tails and knuckles. Yeah. On the character. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, and for my last my my number one thing and this, uh, uh, uh this is this is majority in nostalgia. I have to admit this is me looking through the uh, rose colored glasses on this one. Um, but. Uh, during the Square Enix uh, press conference, they kind of teased at the very end of the press conference, like, and this is what all the fans have been waiting for, because for pretty much, I would say, a good majority of people watching, they were all just waiting to see what the Avengers game would look like and kind of wondering how it would play and whatnot. Um, they then fooled us and then showed us a trailer for a remastered version, an HD uh, upgrade, if you will, uh, for Final Fantasy VIII. Um, yes. Final Fantasy VIII was my first Final Fantasy and uh, my favorite Final Fantasy. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, seeing that, because, uh, you know, I never thought it would happen for all the longest time, just because of the, the information out there that apparently they, they lost the code and Square Enix was not very good at keeping the source code of their games. Um, and the fact that it was funny too, because I was literally talking to somebody on Twitter about that. It's like, you know, why are they not having FF8 remake? And like, oh, they, they lost the, the, the source code. Um, yeah, and like there, there, there's weird licensing issues too with it, with like certain songs. Yes, and stuff that's, like that. that's a big thing, to, uh, big thing too. But the minute they show, they they open up with that that song, that intro song of FF8. Like, I lost my shit. I was like, oh shit! Like, they finally did it. Those motherfuckers finally did it. Um. So yeah, like I'm that that's that's my most favorite thing that happened at E3. I'm really excited to 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 see it in action. I've seen a couple of screenshots, just comparison shots between um, what it looks like uh, in the remastered version versus the FFA original version, like night and day. Like it from the uh, bottom up, it looks fantastic. Um, you can actually see faces now. <laughs> in the original FFA, like it was just very pixelated as fuck. So like. Things are a lot smoother, and you know you can tell like the expressions and whatnot. So, um, I'm excited for it. I'm I'm really excited for it. I think that this, like, there's definitely a lot of games on my list. I think FF8 was definitely up there. It's my my top favorite thing out of E3. I would also give a special special shout out to Doom because I fucking love Doom Eternal, um, and I cannot wait to play that game. Uh, yeah, but, that game looks so sick. But like, aside from that, like, or outside of of Doom and other games like FFA really took it from me this year. So that's my top three of E3 uh, for this year. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we we, uh, we spent the last uh, three days, guys, talking about everything E3. So if in our top three there was something we covered and the overview, we didn't cover something, don't worry about it. We talked about mm -hmm. it, I promise you. And yes, we'd be talking to it to death, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, with that being said, so we we've got some we got somebody to say something regarding a certain thing that he has pissed pissed out about. Um, I think his, his name is his, his, the man's name is Greg Dietz, um, and he's um he's gonna tell you why you're wrong. Okay, okay, so. During all of the conferences, almost every single one, they showcase something that apparently pissed off a lot of the internet. And it's the dumbest thing to be mad about. Um, mobile games. Every mobile game that was shown during E3, 
every single one was free to play. Sure, they're going to have microtransactions or whatever. If it's fucking free to play, you don't have to play it, and you don't have to pay money for it. So shut the fuck up about it. It's that goddamn simple. I'd also like to point out that a lot of mobile games are designed towards people that just want to keep gaming, but they don't want to, you know, they, don't, they want something maybe a little lighter. They, they don't have a Switch to just take with them on the go, or they didn't bring their Switch. Why does mobile game offend you so fucking much? Oh, Commander Keen is being remade into a mobile game. So the fuck what? You know what? Hot take, Commander Keen's a shitty fucking platformer. <laughs> oh, oh, they're making this weird Tom Clancy fucking turn-based shooter thing. So? They did the same thing with Marvel and I didn't hear you fucking complaining. Like, holy shit. The amount of, of idiots complaining about mobile games is astounding to me. Hey, Dr. Doctor, Doctor, uh, Disrespect, I get that you are playing a persona. Your persona is a wrestling heel. I get that. Go fuck yourself. You're really going to take the platform that you have and say out loud that mobile gamers aren't real gamers? Suck a big, fat dick. Just the oh. biggest one you can find. While you're in a bathroom filming children, apparently. Oh, shit. I am absolutely sick of people demeaning mobile gamers or mobile games as not a, a, a real source of, of playing games, as not a real source of, of enjoying an, an entertainment platform. Do the world a fucking favor and kindly shut the fuck up. Mm. Kindly go back to your fucking consoles and start being a vitriolic asshole online that I know you to be. Go into fucking Rocket League and start telling somebody that they're bad because they're playing poorly. Go back into fucking Overwatch and be the toxic asshole you are. Because I know that's the kind of person that you are. You're not the kind of person that goes, oh, I'm really happy that you're excited for that game that, I, that I'm not interested in. You're not that kind of person. You're the kind of person that goes on Twitter and goes, why the fuck did they make a, a, a another Just Dance? And why is it on the Wii? You just don't understand. You mm. choose not to understand. And you sit there and bitch and complain because you don't want to do any fucking research. And then to people like me, to people like us, you look like a fucking fool. An absolute grade A USDA choice moron. And I'm fucking tired of it. So when you complain about mobile games... That's why you're wrong. And that's Boom. why you're wrong with Greg Deets. Boom. I feel that. Uh, Boom. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't really say shit against that. I'm, I'm usually the one who's like, well, Greg, you should think about it this way. This time I'm like, yeah, you're yeah, yeah, fucking. Boom. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you guys can't see me on camera, but boom. Actually, we can. <laughs> so, yes. We, we, we sure can. And boom, boom goes a dynamite. Uh, for the past couple days, um, like I, I had seen a bunch of people complaining about it and it was, it was irritating more and more. So on the half empty discord, um, I was like, can someone explain to me why so many people hate mobile games? Like not everything is made for you and not everything is designed towards you. So why the fuck do you care enough to make a, make a stupid comment about how they're not for gamers or they're not real gamers or they're not real games or, they're stupid or they don't need show floor time or you just don't understand that a they make a shit ton of money b um these conferences are for shareholders as much mm -hmm. as you'd like it to be for you they're for shareholders and the shareholders want to know about what's coming out yep they, all these conferences walk this thin line of like it's for it's for the fans and for the shareholders so yeah that's why you saw a bunch of fucking mobile games and I don't care that you were bored by them. It doesn't matter. You don't matter if you were bored by them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's all about the money. Also, also, and for the people out there, many why you're wrong. For the people out there complaining or don't understand why Just Dance 2020 is coming to the Wii, um, a bunch of fucking hospitals... 
that do physical therapy bought Wii's for Just Dance. Mm -hmm. They buy the new one every fucking year for their Wii's. Ubisoft and the developers of Just Dance know this, and that's why they still produce it for the Wii. But if you had done just an, a fucking modicum of, of information research, you'd have found that out instead of looking like an idiot online. That's, so that's, so that's you know why. That? So that's, you know what I say about that? Boom. <laughs> um, I was going to say, uh, so that's why you're wrong again by Greg Dietz. Um, <laughs> Greg, but, calm, calm the fuck down, man. Just calm the fuck I'm down. I'm drinking some water. I'm calm. Okay, come on. You gotta, you gotta breathe. We have, we have more shows. All right, we have a lot more shows coming up. We got a lot more stuff to do here in this podcast. All right, you gotta save it, save it. Let it, let it fester. So, with that being said, we will not have a show next week. Uh, <laughs> um, only because um, we're taking a little bit of break. We've been streaming for the past five days, uh, every night. To talk about E three. Um, and, tired of seeing these fucking fucks over here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're gonna take a break next week. I'm also going out uh, out of town next week. That's also the reason why. Um, but uh, the following week, we may or may not be back. It all depends. I will let you know on the social medias. Um, if anything, uh, we'll be worst case scenario. We'll be back in July. So that's that's what will happen. Um, but before that, uh, Greg. Where can they find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on, on any social media platform under Chub Rock Geek. Uh, most active on Twitter. That's if you want to yell at me about mobile games, that's where you'll find me. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter. I'm sorry, on Twitch. My bad. You can follow me on Twitch, also at Chub Rock Geek, where uh, I'll be trying to stream more Jackbox Party Pack Saturday nights. Uh, we'll see. The heat's been unfucking bearable uh, lately, so. That's a big old if, um, but I'm going to try to do that, so stay tuned to that. Um, I also do a podcast with my buddy Josh called All Cued Up. You go to allcuedupodcast.com to check it out. What we do is we talk about two shows in their entirety that are an internet streaming platform, like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, what have you, and we give our thoughts, opinions, and give a grade at the end. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Every other week, we also do a show where we uh, called Uninhibited where we just kind of shoot the shit and talk about whatever we want, uh, which is more of a laid-back, kind of unstructured show, or as I like to call it, ADD the podcast. <laughs> um, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. So check that out, allcutopodcast.com. And I want to address Jason in the chat. Jason, if I wasn't extra all the time, I would be extra none of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> awesome. And then, uh, Ramen, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, well, I think I've said before, I'm starting to get my, my building my Twitter game up. So vicious ramen seven, but then you can also find me on, uh, twitch.tv slash vicious ramen seven, getting back to stream game started Sekiro. So going to, uh, get back into that and just trying, trying to get back in the groove of streaming and whatnot. Uh, but outside of those two places, you guys can find me here every week. I'm going to start podcasts. I'm back. You guys can see me now. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys will be able to see me more. I'm sorry. I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> but you guys can see me more. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. All right. Awesome. And you can follow me on Twitter at Defective Naruto. You can follow the work that we do at MissionStarPodcast.com. Um, if you are watching this on our YouTube channel or a podcast service around the world, um, we divide these segments up into uh, on its own slices into uh, little video bites to where we upload into our YouTube channel so you can watch it leading up to next week's podcast. As I said, we won't be having a podcast next week, uh, but you know, you're able to check out a lot of our E3 coverage that we've been doing for the past couple of days on our YouTube channel. Um, and... Uh, I think that's about it. Um, I will be playing, you know, some videos on the on Twitch channel just to make things active and for anybody who wants to come in here and watch whatever. Um, but I think that's going to do it. Uh, so, yeah. Um, E3 came and went and uh, we all said our piece and it was a lot of fun. You know, they did it. They, they, there's a lot of stuff about E3. Like, I see a bunch of coverage that's like, who won E3? 
And originally I had written that down as what we were going to do tonight. And I, and I did it again, as I apparently did last year. I don't remember it. I kind of hate that. It's so arbitrary and stupid on who won E3. Um, however, I will say this. If there were a winner to pick, indie games won E3. Just indie games in general. <laughs> independent. Like, there's so many good independent games coming out. It's fucking insane. Like, if you have a Switch or, or a, a PC or an Xbox... Good God, you have a plethora of options to play. <laughs> Absol- Absol- absolutely. As, as one man... Alright, should I go ahead? It's things to play and ways to play, too. Yeah. Yeah. As one man has, has said it best on, gi- on uh, Giant Bomb, um, it's a good time to play video games. It's a really, it really is. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the best time to be a gamer. We have so many options. And we're looking, we're right on the line, the cusp of the future of this next generation. Uh, there were the possibility, there endless streaming stuff, new hardware, new ways to play. It's a very exciting time to be a gamer now. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, guys, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for watching. With that, we'll see you guys next time. Magoosalations!